after a uh, three-month absence, we are back with episode four, um, and we've got quite a bit to get through, so let's not waste any time. Let's crack on. So November was the last time um, we did one of these, so we've got a little bit uh, to get through. So let's whiz back in time to, to early December, um, and... Manu and I popped up to, to Byron Bay for a week and a half, which was very nice. Um, stayed in a lovely resort called Elements, which was this great uh, kind of place where you get like your own, um, what would you call it? Like a, it's not a cabana, what's it called? Um, it's like a self-contained little house thing um, off in the uh, rainforesty vibes that you've got up there in Byron. Um, and it was, yeah, it was lovely, you know, it was like a, a week up there, just kind of <laughs> change of scene, getting away, um, COVID travel permitting, which was nice. Uh, it was good to take a little bit of time off work, work nice and stressy as per. Um, and then back to reality, came back down from Byron, uh, Christmas and New Year. We didn't get up to too much um, for Christmas or, or for New Year, really. Um, we kind of went down and watched. They have a really nice fireworks show down at the wharf. Uh, just Manly Wharf, um, rather than going all the way into town to watch the the big, world-famous Sydney Harbour ones, which we still actually haven't done properly yet, so we'll need to do it at some point. Um, and yeah, just, you know, hung out down there, watched the fireworks at nine, and I think we're probably in bed by 11, which is, which can, I suppose is not the point of New Year's, but equally, you know, I'm getting old, and um, I kind of, New Year's is always one of those ones, right, where you do, it's always disappointing, there's way too, too much pressure to do some kind of big event, um, so yeah, just remove that pressure and just kind of freestyle it in bed by 11. Done. Nice. <laughs> um, and then what else have we got? Early January, the cricket. Don't, you know, all, all six of my subscribers currently turning off because I'm talking about sport again. Um, went to watch the cricket, England versus Australia, the Ashes, uh, for those of you who are not um, necessarily cricket savvy. Usually it's, you know, it's a bit of a contest. It's quite, <laughs> it'll be quite good games. This year it was not. Australia absolutely destroyed England, which I, you know, I was happy about because being Scottish, you have a natural tendency to dislike England. Um, and, you know, also being in Australia, you want to, you want to see Australia win, you know, while you're halfway across the world and, and stuck in their country. Um, and so they did a little bit too easily, probably. Um, so it wasn't that exciting to watch, but, you know, I dragged Mano along and tried to explain cricket to her, which, is really, really hard to do to someone who has, you know, if you imagine an alien coming down from, from space and then you having to try and explain the game of cricket, it's, I don't know, man, I don't know what people were smoking when they came up with that sport, but here we are, you know, one and a half billion people in India are absolutely in love with it. So, so that's taken us into, you know, the, the early part of 2022, um, looking very similar to 2021, if we're all honest with each other. Um, but then came a nice, exciting uh, development as Mano and I both got COVID. So let's chat about that next. So a couple of our very good friends here, um, Jen and James, who have just bought a house. Congratulations. I think it was the day today, uh, the 13th. I think it was Jen's birthday on Thursday or Friday. Happy birthday, Jen. Apologies for not getting the date correct. Um, and apologies for assuming you're definitely listening to this, but anyway, we went to high tea, very cultured, very grown up, you know, we went to, to high tea, um, after we'd been to the cricket, uh, with Jen and James. And then 
I spent some time in Mossman um, at James's family home, beautiful home, James, you know, congrats to James's family for having such a great home. Um, and a couple of days later, Minot was feeling a little bit ropey and, you know, Omicron's been a while for a little while and we've managed to, to dodge it so far, but she went away, she got her test done, um, a couple of days later, however long it takes, came back and yep, indeed, she had the, she had the COVID, the dreaded COVID. So naturally, you know, give it, what, two days. So Minot gets it, she's out of work for, for Monday and Tuesday. Naturally, I start feeling ill on Thursday and Friday, and my weekend disappears. Um, but it was grim. Like <laughs> I don't think that's going to be too surprising to anyone who's had COVID. But it was, it was pretty ropey. Like you kind of you wake up feeling pretty dusty and having a bit of uh, that hangover headache that sort of lasts for three or four days. And one of those ones you stand up a little bit too quick, and you're like, "Whoa, nope, nope, nope." Sit back down. So that was COVID fun and games. Um, the good news, though, was, you know, just in time, just in time, um, we managed to, to recover, to make it down to Melbourne to watch some of the Australian Open, which is definitely one of the, you know, Australia's kind of finer points. One of the things that I'm a bigger fan of Australia, you know, I get rid of the heat, get rid of the hole in the ozone layer for sure, but keep the tennis um, and I'd be happy with that. But we were down in Melbourne for three days. We saw we saw Rafa Nadal first for the first time live. We've been to a couple, of, you know, we've been to Wimbledon a couple of times. We've been to the Australian Open twice, um, despite COVID's best efforts. And we saw a whole load of nothing the last time we went to the Australian Open. I think we saw um, Medvedev versus oh, I can't even remember someone, you know, someone B list. Like I'm not, I'm I'm not a massive tennis fan, like fair weather tennis fan for sure. But even I was struggling to to play some of the names that we saw last time we went. So this time was a nice change. We saw Nadal. Um, we saw Ash Barty, obviously, you know, queen, future queen of Australia, which was very cool. Um, and we went to some, you know, we had some really good food. Melbourne, the food in Melbourne is so much better than Sydney. Like, sorry, Sydney. Sydney's got beaches and that's about it. Melbourne's got most of the other stuff. The other thing as well, um, it's probably a little bit rude to say, but... You live in Manly, you live in the Northern Beaches. For those of you who haven't been here, um, the thousands of people listening to this who haven't been here, uh, the Northern Beaches is the kind of dictionary definition of, you know, a bubble environment or a sort of suburbia environment where you're not getting a whole load of um, different people and different kind of styles of living. You know, there's a lot of very um, similar, (laughs) how do you put it politely, you know, people and a lot of people doing the same kind of thing, hanging out. And the, the biggest thing is, I guess, everyone's in really good shape. Everyone gets up at like 5 a.m. to do all their fitness stuff. You go to Melbourne, it's a nice, um, and this is just the city, so not the suburbs, not any of that kind of stuff, because Melbourne obviously has it as well. But um, you, you're in the city itself, and you kind of just see normal people, you know, you see like normal looking people that are looking a little bit rough aware, that are wearing some really questionable, but, you know, um, interesting, shall we say, uh, fashion choices and just kind of doing their own thing and it's really nice like refreshing to to be reminded of what um the rest of the world is like outside of this northern beaches bubble where everyone is a little bit um clone army like robotic looking but so that was awesome and then the other thing actually we did in melbourne that was really cool was they have a museum of like tv and media i can't remember um acme media and entertainment something like that and um they had a a Disney animation exhibition going on, which was um, really cool. It was just like charting 
the the history of Disney animation from the from its very start through to some of the more recent stuff and just showing you how like the technology had changed. Um, and I love Disney. Like I'm a massive Disney uh, movie fan. Like I watch all of that stuff. So really interesting to see some of the kind of original sketches and like some of the stories behind the inspiration for stuff. Um, so that was awesome. So that was Melbourne. Uh, and then we hopped on a plane back up to Sydney um, and we can wrap that up next. So back in Sydney um, and, you know, this is late January, uh, early February at this point, And it's, it's way too hot. Like this is, this is the time of year that just doesn't agree with me at all. It's like, um, you know, I look, I check Google pretty much every day. I I know I work there, but I, I Google Sydney weather and Sydney average weather pretty much daily because I'm outraged by how consistently roasting and humid it is. Um, but the average, apparently, right, the average February, the average for January, maybe 26, 25, 26 degrees Celsius for all my American listeners who don't understand what that is. That's, that's quite high in Fahrenheit. And, you know, I'm kind of sitting there and I'm, I'm doing some of the maths, you know, I'm horrifically bad at maths, but even I can work out that the average temperature for the last five days or whatever has been 32 degrees. So I'm just here, you know, feeling like I'm on some kind of reality TV show about trying to survive in extreme heat or being on some kind of um, game show that someone's suddenly going to show up and be like, ah, oh, surprise, it's a joke, it's not actually this hot. But it is, uh, and it's sticky, and it's gross. Um, but it means, it kind of just means that you end up spending a lot of time indoors, especially, as I said, as I mentioned earlier, that hole in the ozone layer. Australia's not only full of animals that want to kill you, but it's got a nice big kind of, that protective blanket up in the sky has disappeared as well. So, yet another reason why. Uh, venturing outside is tricky during these months, but it means that you kind of spend time and bunch of time inside, a bunch of time watching TV, and it means that my, you know, I'm so susceptible to being roped into watching nonsense TV that Mano will be watching. And the latest one is the Mindy Project, which is uh, which is one that 100 I've heard of, I've seen before. You know, I'm a big Office fan, and um, Kelly, Mindy, Mindy Kaling's character in the Office would drive me insane. And I would, if you'd ask me if I'd watch a show that's with her as the lead, absolutely not. But here we go, lo and behold, roped in again, find myself watching it, even when I'm on my own, depressing. And then, you know, just beyond that, in terms of things, as I move away from nonsense TV, things that kind of looking forward to, things that are getting me through the, the scorching desert of February and, and potentially March as well, probably. Um, football season's nearly back in terms of playing rather than watching the football season's been going on for a long time and Man United are, are really crap, so we don't need to talk about too much about that, I've decided. Um, officially, we can kind of wait until next year once that comes back. Um, but actually playing football, again, will be fun. But that's, you know, playing 11-a-side football with people that are 18, 19, 20 years old, which feels, even just saying that aloud, feels kind of gross, because in, in my head, I'm very much still that age. But playing football with those people, you know, forces you to, to stay in shape and... Um, kind of gives you something to look forward to at the weekends and uh without covid etc getting in the way so that'll be exciting um and then the other thing that is kind of very exciting with the other things making it kind of real um obviously the lovely william philip and ailey hutchison and i'll do it that way around the lovely william philip and ailey hutchison um due to get married in in june and you know minnow and i are obviously getting very excited to head back um 
and, and see them both and, and see what's going to be a beautiful wedding. But the invite, you know, the lovely paperless as well. Well done, guys, you know, doing your bit. Paperless invite comes through. Are you coming? Confirm your attendance. Done. You know, very excited. It did. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't my spam folder, which is not, which is not ideal. Um, so I almost didn't see it, but it has been registered. It has been accepted. Um, and you know, pending, uh, COVID variant, gamma, delta, whatever the hell they want to call it next. Um, there's already been a delta, I know, but you know, I don't know that many Greek letters, unfortunately. Um, there'll be something that tries to get in the way, but we're coming back. We're going to come back June for a month. We got Will and Ailey's and then we have a, a fantastic trip planned for, um, Mino's best friend, Blanca, Blanca and Chavi getting married. Very excited. Um, heading over to Spain for that one, which will be, uh, which will be fantastic. There'll be a lot of ja ja at that, no doubt. Um, so yeah, very exciting. And then the other few things, I guess, they're kind of occupying my time. I'm, Wordle, right? If you haven't heard of Wordle, this word um, guessing game, as, as technical as I'm going to be there, uh, Douglas Brown got me onto Wordle and um, addicted. Yeah, addicted. So Doug and I are playing Wordle every day, and then I see it gets bought by the New York Times. And so just waiting for that paywall to go up and, you know, not be able to play Wordle anymore, taking yet yeah, away, yeah, you know, just taking that power away from, from the everyman, which is disappointing. But, you know, I'll, I'll probably pay 99 cents a month or whatever they're going to ask me to pay to play Wordle. If you're not playing Wordle, play Wordle. It's fantastic. Um, this episode is sponsored by Wordle. No, I'm joking. But yeah, get on it. Um, and then a few other things. So I, I obviously turned 30 last year, so it's Mano's turn next. So I am racking my brains uh, for stuff that we can do. Um, not really. She's, you know, she's the travel agent of the power couple that is uh, Minotto. And so... We already have trips planned and stuff, but I have, um, feeling pretty good. You know, I've, I've secured the present. I have, uh, made the reservations at the restaurants. Oh, you know, feeling pretty good. It's a couple of months away. It's not until the 15th of April. So, you know, I like to front load, get that stuff done. So that's done. That's ready to go. Um, a few more things in the pipeline, no doubt. Um, but that's my nose birthday. And then, ooh, yeah, another exciting one. So we're looking potentially trying to um, buy some property back in Scotland, uh, back in Edinburgh to be exact. So um, big shout out to, to Harry Maitland, um, elder brother of the one and only Jack Maitland, who uh, hopped on the call with me last week at, you know, normal time in the UK, ridiculous random hour clock in Australia to chat all things um, buying houses abroad. So yeah, we're kind of going down that route at the moment. Um, super exciting, a lot, a lot of logistical challenges. Um as you would expect, but I, yeah, and this is one of the things that really, <laughs> really pisses me off because I've, I've never really understood this, right? Like if you tell me a house is worth however much, right? Say, say you tell me a house is worth hundred grand and you want 20% deposit, I can give you 20% deposit and then can kind of pay the mortgage payments, whatever. That's my house. Like, don't come at me with this leasehold freehold stuff. Like I own this now. <laughs> this is mine. Um, and that's probably just my simple brain, but I don't understand why there needs to be all this complicated stuff. Like, I, this is mine now. Until I decide to sell it, until I die, whatever it is, this is mine. But yeah, so we're doing that, fun and games. Uh, we figured it'd be better to buy a house back in Scotland rather than buying a house in Australia. Because while we are currently in Australia, um, I refuse to kind of live in a, you know, sauna come hot box for the rest of my life. So we will be venturing to other pastures, not anytime soon, don't get too excited. But... Um, 
just a little bit of forward planning, which is always exciting. Um, and then the last thing I'll do, just because it's been a wee while, a little Gus update. Um, Gus Corner, you know, Gus O'Clock, whatever you want to call it. So, obviously the last few times I have mentioned uh, the Gus Man, he's been having some issues with his uh, epilepsy or his kind of, you know, having seizures, even though he's not epileptic or whatever, and the vets couldn't really figure it out. We have got him on some um, some medication now, which is doing the job, you know, it's kind of... Uh, it's he's not had a seizure since, so that's the first. What is that? Two months or so that he's not had a seizure, which is, is the, the longest run that he's had in a while, which is great. Um, but the it, it was so funny, right? Because we went to get the, the medication, and the the vet was like, "Yeah, it's going to be the first week or so might be quite interesting because it's gonna it's gonna be similar to someone who's never had alcohol before having a bottle of wine a day." So you can imagine, <laughs> you can imagine what that was like, because um, he's not the you know, the the most agile, the most dexterous of dogs anyway. So he's already a bit of a clumsy fool. Um, and then you add in the equivalent of dog alcohol for a week <laughs> and he's stumbling around, he's bouncing off of everything. Um, but, and he's, his tongue's just like, you know, flopping out cause he's just, <laughs> he's just loving life. Um, but yeah, he's doing, he's doing great. He's having a great time. So it's all good on the Gus front. Um, so that, yeah, you know, that's about three months in however many minutes it's going to end up being, but hopefully that gets you guys up to date with what we've been going through, um, and what we've been experiencing, because it's not all going through, we are actually having some fun, um, but yeah, I'm going to try, I'm trying to get back on this again, try and do it a bit more regularly, um, because it's fun and it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's been pretty well received, so we'll keep it going, um. And that'll be it from me. I hope you all have a great day, wherever you are. Uh, And I'll see you soon.